0: hey everyone welcome back to the light it up podcast today i'm talking about how we can create some wiser social media guidelines for ourselves so that social media can be a positive influence in our life and how we can use it to benefit others and to benefit ourselves You definitely should stick around for today's episode as I have a message from one of my friends with her advice on this topic, so make sure you stay tuned. It will be on the shorter side as I am currently in Queensland when this is released. I am recording this just before I fly out, but I do promise you the longer ones are coming. There is a one hour one coming. You definitely want to stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. I know the title of this episode may make it seem that it's going to be like me giving you rules for using social media, like don't post in front of your house, don't check your exact location, all those things we learn in like primary school when we're like, hey, and though those are good, solid rules, um, most of us already know that. So today's more gonna be about guidelines and I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions that then can hopefully get you thinking and then you can create your own kind of rules and guide for yourself because everyone is different we all live in different places we all have different lives we use it differently so I don't think it would be reasonable to have an exact set of rules because I mean we're all different I want to start off by mentioning though why having social media guidelines is actually important and why it's important to create rules and the whole purpose of this episode. You know, social media is so, it's taking over our world. Everything from advertising to how you connect with your friends. I mean, as an online student, I'm doing all my work online. If you're out of school and you have a job, it's quite likely that it may be online and we're just always, always online and it's very hard in our generation to be offline and social media and the internet and everything is such, such a blessing. I mean, it has, you know, I couldn't be here today talking to you if the internet didn't exist. At least, you know, I wouldn't have an Instagram, I wouldn't have a YouTube channel, all of that. So I love social media, it's awesome. But like everything in life, it can either be used for bad or for good. So a few reasons why having guidelines are important is so that you have a more balanced life. Um, you know, a lot of the time, if say you're a student, wake up, check your phone, get ready for school, go to school all day, do your homework, spend the rest of your night on social media, repeat. And that's not a very balanced life, not only is the school life not balanced, if I do argue myself, but you're always online. You're not actually enjoying nature, always being with your friends. I know my friends that do go to school and the phone rules aren't strict, they don't like it because all their friends just sit on their phone at lunch and they're not actually communicating and they're not actually talking. So it's important to have a more balanced life. And I know I might sound stupid right now, but it actually is true. It's a lot better for your mental health. It's also um, important to learn how to not only enjoy being offline, and not always curing your boredom by just going on Facebook, but also you can focus more on your family, on your friends in the present, and you can focus more on achieving your goals. Another big thing is so that you don't lose your focus on God. I know a couple people who have struggled with that, um, staying focused on God when all these horrible things come up on their social media. So that's another good reason why it's important to have guidelines. Now I want to start off by asking some questions and I understand some of these may be very obvious, but maybe you just want to get like a pen and paper out and actually stop and think because a lot of people don't ever think about this and though these may seem like super obvious questions, have you actually thought of the answer and have you actually been honest with yourself? So the first thing I want to ask is how many different apps slash social media accounts do you have and why? You know, there are so many different types of social medias, Instagram facebook snapchat twitter i mean i'm not gonna sit here and name them but i'm pretty sure i could name like at least five or ten more there are quite a few out there and they are all you know they all do different things but maybe just start well first of all how many do you have because if you only have one then this question isn't really going to help you with any guidelines but if you have like five different accounts do you actually need all of those accounts and by accounts, I mean like different apps. I understand if you have different accounts on each app, but for example, an Instagram, a Facebook a Snapchat, a Pinterest, a YouTube, all of those things. Do you actually need all of those? What are your purposes? For example, I don't personally have Snapchat because I don't need it. I talk to people via message and I post stories on Instagram and Snapchat is just unnecessary for me and it's just another thing that would consume my time. And I'm not saying if you have Snapchat, delete it right now. But just stop and think, why do you use it? Maybe Instagram could replace Snapchat. Maybe Facebook could replace Twitter. (laughs) Like I know they do have different purposes, but if you have like six different apps, I think it's pretty unnecessary because all it's going to do is take up your time. So maybe just cut down to I'd say maybe a max of three, a max of four. That would be a lot better. Even if you can do, I mean, my main one is Instagram, and that works perfectly for me. I do everything I ever need on there. And yeah, it is okay to have multiple, but I would say max four if you can cut down on those. That's just an easier way because that's less things you have to focus on, less things you have to worry about, less places that you can be distracted from the world and from stuff that's actually more important in life. The next question I have for you is, how do you actually feel when you exit social media? This pretty much right up is gonna tell you if it is having a positive or negative influence on your life. If you feel energized, happy and motivated for life when you exit social media then that is awesome and maybe just work out why you feel that way but if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling worried, insecure, whatever it is, if you just don't feel good, if you feel lazy when you exit social media then you need to start, stop, write down the things that you feel, maybe over the next week, every time you exit a social media app, how do you feel, write it all down, make a little journal, track it and then from there you can can work out and pin down what it is that's making you feel like that for example the reason you feel crap could just be because of the people you're following or it could be because of your dms whatever it is just track that and do whatever you can to remove that It's also quite possible that different apps are making you feel different ways. For example, when you exit Snapchat, you feel great. When you exit Facebook, you'll feel great. But when you exit Instagram or YouTube, it's horrible and everyone you follow is so consumed and well, whatever it is. Maybe you just need to cut that app out completely. And that goes back to question one, which is how many apps do you have and are they all necessary in your life? If it is because of people you follow, don't be afraid to unfollow them. Another big thing, which I know is going to sound so cliche and so stupid, but I really do mean it, and that is pray. If you need to pray before and after you exit social media, um, that your heart is guided and over your spirit, that is fine. and <laughs> That will work, that you have peace, that you don't get distressed by everything. Now, I'm not saying, oh, I feel distressed by social media. I'm just going to pray. No, there are other ways to fix these issues, such as who you follow, how many apps you use, how long you spend on it, all of that, which I'll get into a bit more today. But that being said, having social media pretty much guarantees you that you're going to see things you don't necessarily want to see. So praying protection over yourself. If you feel like crap, give it a go. It definitely works. I have definitely dealt with people in my life that that has really helped so don't be afraid to just be like god give me peace over what I see and protect my spirit because it's one thing seeing something but it's another thing being affected negatively by it the next question which you're all gonna hate me for honestly I just see everyone like unsubscribing right now like oh Stop telling me not to use social media. Seriously, that's not what I'm saying. Love my Instagram, but I'm here to just help you create better guidelines so that it can be positive in your life. So that being said, how much time are you spending on social media? You see, that's why why you probably hate me now. If you don't hate me after that question, then maybe, maybe you don't need to answer this. But I do want to start by saying I fully understand everyone uses it for different reasons. As an online student, it is the way I have connected with a lot of my friends and I have, you know, reconnected with them and I stay in touch with them. I also love photography, so I edit a lot of photos. So sometimes I spend hours a day on Instagram. I also have the podcast account and my main account and they're both public by choice because I love being a content creator. I love editing photos. I love just sharing my life with other people. So for me, those are all positive things and those are all just things that, just come with my interests and come with my lifestyle, including working from home, including having a podcast. So naturally, I'm going to spend a lot more time on my Instagram just because I am communicating with people I can't see in person and I am editing my photos, which is my hobby. So if that's you, if it's your job to... Be on social media or to be online which i totally understand and it does make this question a bit harder but something that you can do is separate the needing to contact people you know needing to dm people um choosing to edit photos as your hobby and being online for work school whatever it is, you can separate that from the time you spend looking at everyone else's content. So for example, it is quite possible that one day you're gonna spend four hours editing photos, doing the work you need to do, graphic design, whatever it is, and that's fine. But set an amount of time such as half an hour where you spend Looking at other people's stuff, honestly, I personally don't even think you need half an hour, maybe like 10 minutes, but I understand it completely depends on who you follow, how many, um, and what lifestyle you live. So I'm not saying it's bad to spend half an hour, it's more of a problem if you're spending four hours scrolling mindlessly to cure your boredom or to feel satisfied in life. A couple of things that can help you with managing the amount of time you spend is number one, setting certain times of days. If you are someone who's just using social media for fun because you love to see what's going in your friend's life, you like to post every now and then, you like to talk to people, but it's not your main source of communication or whatever, then maybe you just say, okay, I'm gonna use... I'm going to have open social media time from 12 to 1pm and from 9 to 10 and that is when I can go on and text people and look at photos if I feel like it but the rest of the day I have to be off my phone or at least off my social media apps. Another option which is great at helping you spend less time mindlessly scrolling and all of that if it is your job to be online or it is your only way to communicate with people then you can download a content blocker. Um, I think there are different ones for different types of social media apps depending on what you are using but what this does is it stops you from seeing everyone else's posts but it still allows you to access your DM. so you can't see like the posts or the stories or whatever but you can still message people so if you need to message people during the day which I understand I do just download a content blocker so it's stopping you from accidentally getting into the routine of scrolling because those social media Places and companies are very, very good. They do every single thing they can to distract you and to get more people spending more hours on their app, which is, of course, understandable at that end. Of course, that's what they want, but you just have to remember to, you know, be wise about how much time you spend. It's a great, great alternative to set certain times of the day, or for those of you that do need to be on there for longer or do spend more time, try using a content blocker. Let me know how you go. My next question for you, and (laughs) it's going to sound ridiculous, but it's literally. Who do you follow? Who do you follow and why do you follow them? I know sometimes people just follow people for the sake of following people and for the sake of showing that you know them, Oh, I've heard of Pink. I've heard of Taylor Swift. I'm going to follow them. My question to you is, do you actually like Pink? Do you actually like Taylor Swift? I mean, nothing against them. I'm sorry. I'm just using them as examples. But there's no need to follow them just because you've heard of them, just because you listen to them, unless you actually want to see their content, unless you actually enjoy their content. Please don't let the world make you feel like you have to follow a certain amount of people or you. It's a show off, it's a cool thing to know lots of people, to follow every celebrity there is out there. Honestly, you can go through my follow list and I can't even name five celebs I follow, and that's nothing, nothing against them. I promise you, I listen to more than five celebs songs. I love music, I love, you know, nothing against celebrities, but. If I don't have any reason in following them, except for the fact that I've heard of them, except for the fact that I know them, if I'm not loving their content, if it's not interesting to me, if it's not inspiring me, if it's not helping me in life, then there is actually no use in following them. So I just encourage you to literally just sit down, go through your follow list, maybe one list a day, one list a week, if you have a bunch of different social media apps, but go through everyone you follow and maybe just try and unfollow 10 people, try and unfollow 50. Um, There's there's no pressure. I'm not saying only follow five people in life, but I'm just saying if you are following people that are making you feel insecure or giving you a negative impact in your life, or you're just following them for the sake of following them, why don't why don't you unfollow them? And for those of you who are like, I only follow people I know, like I don't follow celebs, whatever, it's going to cause drama in my life, they're going to be mad at me and think, why did I unfollow them? I do understand that. I do encourage you to unfollow anyone that you can get away with unfollowing that you're not interested in. But if it is someone from your school or a colleague or something where you just kind of need to follow them, just mute them. So that way you're not getting affected by the negative things that they're posting but it's not hurting them or offending them in any way another thing is blocking I don't encourage you to just be like oh my gosh that person posted one thing that offended me I'm gonna block them but if someone is bullying you if someone that's following you and you don't want them to follow you um anything like that if you need to block them block them I don't encourage um blocking people but if you need to that's okay Now that I've kind of covered who we're following, which different apps we're using, how long we're spending on there and everything that we're kind of consuming, I want to turn it around and focus a bit on our responsibility in terms of what we post and also how we treat and make others feel. Something that can be overlooked in society because people just post because it's cool and it's trendy is that you're responsible for what you post, you're responsible for how you make others feel. Now, I'm not saying never post something that's going to offend someone because I'm pretty sure in this day and age you could post a photo of water and someone would still get offended. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm more kind of saying, as I've just talked about, you know, other people can make us feel insecure. Other people can be negative and don't make us feel good when we're looking at their feed. So in the same way, we should want others to feel inspired and happy and motivated in life, not down about themselves and think that we're negative people. So next time you post something, maybe think about, is this negative? Is it positive? Why am I posting this? all of that i'm definitely not saying that everything you have to post has to all be rainbows and sunshine because i'm totally don't agree with that i think it's so important to be real and realistic on social media there's this whole thing of oh that person's perfect because their Instagram's perfect that's not true so i'm not saying everything you have to post is oh fun day at the beach oh my coffee tastes delicious positive in that way But if it's putting people down, if it's being disrespectful, if it's always, if you're always ranting, if you're always complaining about life, maybe you need to stop and think and actually go, okay, this is, this is not who I want to be known as. This is not my heart in life. And I don't want people to feel like absolute crap when they look at my posts. Another question I have is, are you getting your validation in the amount of likes you have, in the amount of posts you have? Or are you not posting because you feel like people are going to judge you? I personally love to post. I'm sure my friends know very, very well. I post a lot on my private account, like every single day sometimes. And that's just what I love. And that's just because I'm a visual person. I just love sharing about life. I love sharing songs. I love, I I mean, I love photography. But I don't do that to get more likes or to always be online. And I know it bothers some people. And if it bothers you that I'm posting every single day, unfollow me again unfollow people that have a negative impact on you so I'm not saying everything you post has to have a deep meaning everything you post can't be offensive because that's probably impossible if you want to post a cute photo at the beach go ahead and do that just stop and think a little bit more about why you're posting is it to feel loved is it to feel validated is it to get more likes is it to show off and also question if it's a positive or negative thing, because we want to make the internet a better place, we want to make people feel great when they exit social media, so just remember that you're responsible for what you post, just like the people that make you feel crap are responsible for what they post, just like the people who inspire you and motivate you are responsible for what they post. The last thing that I want to talk about in today's episode is how we are interacting with others online, so first of all, DMs are great. Let me tell you, I have found people on Instagram that I didn't have their phone number and we've become really close friends and I have nothing against DMs, but it's super, super important to talk to people in person. In this technology full world, it's so important to remember that we're actually made to live in community and it's actually important to talk face-to-face with people sometimes and there actually have been people in my life who I'm very close to online and we talk a lot and then we're in person and they're just really awkward and they don't want to talk about anything deep or be good friends. So I think it's so important to remember, don't always talk to people online, nothing against it and if they're in distance or whatever, that's a different situation but if they are, friends that you could hang out in person try and catch up sometimes don't ever forget the importance of being face to face is basically what i'm trying to say another big thing when it comes to interacting with people online is always being kind now as christians whether you're a christian or not there are going to be a lot of things out there that you do not agree with you don't agree with the lifestyle you don't agree with the person's opinions you might be quite disgusted by their behavior or by what they're saying first of all as i said unfollow if it's really affecting you in a negative way but it's just simply you're like ew you're stupid i disagree with you um can i just ask when has telling someone that they're stupid ever made a positive impact on either of you what's so important to remember is that in this world we're always going to have disagreements we're never going to sit face-to-face and agree on every single thing just like in person so it's super important to remember that just because you're behind the screen doesn't mean you can say whatever you want doesn't mean you can share whatever you want to share and just because someone else is arguing and you agree with their opinion against another person doesn't mean you have to join in hating on people online because you disagree with them or creating arguments is super unnecessary and again if you're not feeling good when you exit social media is it because you are arguing with people and causing unneeded problems. I'm not saying that you're not right and they're not wrong because that could be quite possible but doesn't mean you have to share your opinion. It's so important to respect other people's opinions and always be kind and if you are ever going to approach someone about what they think then do it very very kindly. Never Tell them they're stupid or anything. So, this leads me on to a message from my lovely friend Beck that she has for you guys about how to interact with others online and dealing with disagreements and everything. So, here it is.
1: I think the biggest thing is to learn to agree to disagree and be mature about things. And if you see things that you don't agree with or that bother you or that are troubling to you, just give it give it to the Lord because you're going to see things on social media, you know. And when it comes to bullying, just, you know, if you see something that does bother you and you need to comment like someone's opinion and it bothers you and you need to comment on it. <laughs> comment what you can in the kindest way. Be like, I, I disagree. I disagree with you, but I can see where you're coming from. I think instead of like blocking, unfollowing things just because one little thing. So I hope that makes sense. But if people keep posting things in your face and just you feel like you need to unfollow, unfollow. But if you just feel like God is just like, you know, this person, you know, you need to learn to agree to disagree. And if someone's coming at you, don't comment back. If someone's being mean to you, bullying you, block them. That's when you need to block them. If it's someone that just shares a different opinion to you, be kind. I say learn, learn the difference between it. So there you go.
0: Thank you so much, Beck, for sending in that message. Guys, make sure you follow her. I'm going to leave her Instagram handle in the description down below, where you can also find mine and this podcast's Instagram. That being said, if you don't want to follow us because you feel like it's going to impact you negatively, that's all good that's what today's episode is all about but what Beg just said basically concludes some of what I've said and it is that you're going to find things online that you don't necessarily agree with and you need to learn to accept that and agree to disagree but if it is really bad if it is affecting you a lot if it's constant it's okay to unfollow it's okay to block it's a great thing to pray for after you go on social media if you need to all of that I hope you guys found today's tips and stuff helpful. Again, everyone lives a different life. Everyone uses social media differently and that's totally fine. That's why I can't just sit here and give set rules because we're all different. But I hope that today's episode did inspire you and help you to create some guidelines for yourself. If you haven't already, again, I really encourage you just get out a notebook, just answer some of those basic questions like how much time you're spending, how do you feel when you exit, who are you following, all of that. It will seriously help you out considering technology and the impact social media has on our lives is only going to get bigger from here. You might as well make it a positive thing and inspire others while you're at it. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you want to hear more let me tell you you don't want to miss what is coming also guys Thank you again to Beck. Don't forget to follow her. If you're interested, it'll be below. And one more thing that I do want to mention is that the DMs are open. The voice messages are open, guys. The email's open. All the information is all below. You can use Instagram, you can use Anchor, or you can email jade.lightituppodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, any topic requests, for example, today's was so random. It was on guidelines for social media. Whatever it is, it's not too stupid. Please don't hesitate. I'd love to give you advice on a situation to answer a question to follow a topic request whatever it is that would be awesome if you could send something in and yeah i'll talk to you guys in next week's episode bye everyone